Okay, so today we'll set over a big shlo in the shmuz where the shla Kaddish says that the Ika mitzvah of the day is Mikra Megillah. And then the kiyum of Mikra Megillah is by giving Mishlach Mones, Matanas Levyoinim and Mishka Vesimcha. The way we explained it is that Mikra Megillah became a piece of Torah. And the way Torah works is that you have to learn it in a way that it becomes part of you. And you start to live it. But the way we were masbid out was, the oimik that we were saying was, that not only that you live it by following the exact letter of the law, you live it that it starts to become part of your personality. This is something like we're learning in Basil Sisharim and Hasidus where it starts to actually become a piece of your life, and you'll see creativity in that as well. So, Rabbi Rucham says something very similar in the Shlach. So basically, the Torah of Megillah, the way we touched it, the Torah of Megillah is the Torah of Bittl Hara. I just want to masturbate a little bit, because in the Shmuel sometimes I have to drop terms without explaining it so much. Basically, Bittl Hara works as follows. Bittel Aram means that the ugliness and the emptiness and the fakeness of Ra becomes exposed and nobody goes after it anymore. That's called Bittel Aram. So let's say once upon a time, communism was a big Yetzirah. People believed in it. People, people fought for it. People died for it. Right? It was a big thing. But then eventually... Communism exposed its ugly face. No people realize what it really was. And then what happens? It becomes bottle. So Bitla Ra means that always Ra, the way we learned many times in Masil Sasharim, is always Ra is a dimmin. It looks good. It has a very good uh, image. But deep in it is real fake and problems, right? So let's say technology. It looks like, wow, it's an amazing thing. What you can achieve, what you could do, the control you have. It's an unbelievable thing. So it becomes the avoid deserve the time. Everybody wants it. Everybody wants to be involved with it. They put a lot of money into it. It advances. The technology keeps on advancing. Right? But eventually you see that this avoidazor of technology is so dangerous and how it de- destroys people and how it mamish makes people sick and it ruins society by developing a bunch of lazy, incompetent people and a lot of the technology makes people useless. Because whatever you could do, they already have the artificial intelligence to replace you. So things like that. Evildoers could use things like artificial intelligence to put in their evil ideas to become like factual. And then when you request information from the artificial intelligence, they will give you the facts that the people who put them in, put them in. How they want you to see it. Dangerous world in many, many different ways, right? So when that becomes clear to the world, 
then all these big tech people and all these powerhouses, these Facebooks and Twitters and all these guys, you know, when they start to see things about them and see things what's going on behind the scenes and stuff like that, so that's called revealing itself. Once it reveals itself, it becomes knocked out. Okay, it's a bit lara. So if people try to say that the way to be successful is to promote yourself and to instill fear in people, right? Watch how Achashverosh promotes himself. Remember, we were learning in the Malbim. Tremendous techniques and strategies of how to promote himself. And even moving the, the, the capital to Shushan. Big move. You know? Inviting Godel the cotton to show that everybody is little in his, compared to him. Bringing his wife, showing that he only married her for her beauty. All the different moves that he was doing to show that he has, according to the Malbim, what we call a Malchus Bellis. A Malchus that has no gvulim. He's the, he's the dictator. He's the ruler. He's the leader. He showed them the treasure houses to show them that all the treasures belong to him personally. It's not, not, doesn't belong to the country. Doesn't belong to the people. All these ways of showing power and controlling people and terrorizing people and getting people to fear him. You see, it shows its ugly face and how the corruption in such a system like that. So the point of the Megillah is learning Bitl Hara. Learning Bitl Hara means not only the ultimate at the end, they got killed and they died and they weren't successful, but even to see that their Derech HaChayim is flawed. And there's no real marriage one day he marries the woman for the agenda. So she's uh, Nebuchadnezzar's granddaughter. And tomorrow, when he doesn't want that agenda, when he wants a different agenda, then he has to show that he married her for her beauty. So you see, it's all agenda-driven. Everything is agenda-driven. When you go through the Megillah with the Mephoshim and all the Pirushim, you start to see how kind, what kind of people they were. Backstabbers, users... Jealous, angry, kas, gaiva, ritzicha, wild. So now you see that way of life, which seems to be such an, in the face of it, in the external part of that life, is like, that's like, you know, really royal stuff, you know, hush of the stuff. The rich, the famous, the powerful, the influential. So people want to be like that. But then when you see the deeper look into their lives, it's like a Hollywood, you know? On one hand, you look at Hollywood, people are all idolize these people. They bow down to them. They follow them. These are their heroes, right? But when we take a deeper look into the Hollywood life, you see only but corruption, only depression, only people that can't hold a marriage, right? You see, it's a corrupt world. But that's past the surface. From the surface, it doesn't look like that, Right? And then you look at the tzaddikim, they live a simple life, looks like it's not a life, and then all of a sudden you start to go into the world of the tzaddikim, and you start to go into the world of the great people, 
you start to realize that these, the beauty in their lives and the happiness in their lives and the, the closeness that they have to each other and the achtas that they have, right? So we start to learn a new idea about what's life, what's a purposeful life, what's a happy life, what's a successful life. And then we see what's a corrupt life. So that's creating bitl in our minds. That's the limur of bitl Then we want to take the practice of bitl to actually go ahead and send mishloch manot. What is mishloch manot? Is to create unity. Like we said over the other day for Rabbi Ruchum, that the main thing of mashlach manot is to find someone that you're not so good with and rectify that relationship. Matonis Lev Yoinim, I once saw a diak from Rabbi Nassim Vachtvagel. He says, don't say tzedakah Lev Yoinim. You have to give matonis Lev Yoinim. You have to give them a gift like they're your friend. So the point is not supporting them. The point is making them feel as good Part of your friendship, part of your family. Right? We saw today from Rabbi Zekhovah, Matanus Lev Yoinim is to be machsik tamide chachomim. That means you machshiv those kind of people. That's bitlara. You follow? And Mishnah Simcha, the achtas, all these things is living the life of Torah. It's practicing the life of Torah. That's the aside of the Miguel. That's what we learned today from the Shlach Kodesh. In very, very, in a very similar way, Rabbi Rucham says like this as well. Okay? So let's try to read something here. Uh, I just came here today and I saw this Miguel Esther with the Pirish of Matnas Chelka from, from Rabbi Matnas Solomon. So let's see what he says over here. It says, "Beketel malchut laharot ha'amim va'asarim et yofiah." So he wanted to bring Vashti in order to show her beauty. Begemora Omru shneim l'dvar averin eskavnu. They both had the intention of averu. Well, my time of atimayin malka. So why did she not want to do it? Why didn't she want to come? She was into this idea. What happened? Omra v'yisur b'chanina malamet shepocha botzaras. One says that she had like uh, an outbreak on her skin. In the, in the Bryce it says that Gavriel Hamalach came and made a tail on her. Right? Well, the eel, he says, and I explained earlier, says Ramatisio, he didn't only want to bring her to show her beauty. He even wanted to be Bo'aleo Abarabim. Tzorch Lahavim. Ma'hoysa, ma'hoysa ha'matorah ba'asiyas ma'isa mevuzeh kol kach le'in kol b'li busha. Why would he do such a low thing, such a disgraceful act, without any feeling of busha whatsoever? What's the, what's the matara? What's the point? Ubir Hamonas Halevi. So he quotes the Monas Halevi, which I told you in the past, from Shlom El Kabitz, classic work on Megillah Sester. Shroy Lahovin Yisoid Godl Bemidas Abusha. So Yisoid Vesherish Midas Abusha, who Shaodam Ono Veshofel Ruach. Margish Hashivas Klape Atzmoi. What does Anova mean? Anova means that he has 
an ability to see other people have a chashivas above him. He sees good in other people and he's able to be machshiv other people. And he sees people have milas in, in certain areas where they stand up. The chashivas, the covid, elu, gorman, loyalis, bayish, mimenu. Mela, just like when you're in the presence of a gadol, you feel a certain feeling of busha in front of him. So that's busha presupposes humility. If a person has no busha, clap other people. There's a simon she'eno machshav klal. He's not machshav people. Why? Nega avosay veruchay hagavoya. He's a big shot. And therefore he looks at everybody as lower than him. That's why he says no busha from them. Okay? So he says, Shemachshav rakas atzmoy ve'efe zulosa. He's machshav only himself and no one but himself. Lefizeh, moving, rotzenach ha'shveresh. Shemeroiv ga'avosoy ve'goinoy rotzo lasas maisa nivze ko kach b'li busha klal. When you want to really show everybody that you're nothing and compared to me, that means I will do the most brazen act without any busha whatsoever. Wow. A person wouldn't be embarrassed to be with his wife in front of a fly. Because they have no chashivas. They're so little in comparison to his greatness. They're like the animals of the field. And like the animals, the wild animals in the forest. So wild point. You see that his gaiva was so big. The more gaiva a person has, the less busha he has. People tell things to their parents without any busha whatsoever. Or well, they do things at home and they say, this is me, go jump in the lake. Accept me for who I am, zai gesund. It's like a brazen thing. Where's that azus come from? Where's that lack of busha come from? Because my, what I want and what I need, because it's I, the big I, it's so choshev that everybody else is only my servants. <laughs> They're avodim, they're my avodim, they're nothing, they're zero. And therefore I can have azus. Busha comes from Anova. Akashverish was such a balgaiva, he had such azus and lack of busha that he wanted to be with his wife in front of everybody. So they should know that in his eyes they're like a bunch of bugs. Zvuvim, behemus, vechayas. And just like I have no busha in front of a behem, a chaya, and a zvuv, I have no busha in front of you because you're nothing to have a busha of. You see how, how strong the midah of gaiva is? So we laugh at Achashverosh and say, the guy is out of his mind. 
No, 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 no. We have the same guy. Just the reason why it doesn't come out in such a crazy way is because we're not so rich. Wait until you become a billionaire and let me see how your guy is going to come out now. Right now, you have a full dose of guy. But, you know, you don't have enough money to be such a big Balgaiva. You don't have enough power to be such a Balgaiva. So the circumstance is missing. The meat is there. The circumstance is missing. The point of learning the Megillah is to see what Hashchos or Gaiva is, that if you have Gaiva and you have this circumstance and this Echetim, so you know what you would do? You would do what he does. So now that's the Musa. The Musa is to get rid of the Gaiva. Yeah. That's the idea. We'll stop here.